Welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are a weekly podcast where we talk about and review the latest in wrestling news and events. We are your host. I am Snarf Chris. And I am Sam is Jericho. And uh, <laughs> there is no... Um, There's Phillip. no Philip with uh, the, the dude with the headband. Uh, the ECW guy is not so here today. It's just the two of us today. Mm-hmm. It uh, won't nearly be as chaotic. It will not. It will probably be very controlled and on point. And not as interesting. And we will not talk about ECW. No. At all. To make a point. Well, I'm... That's the last time it'll be mentioned. Yeah. On purpose. Okay. Phil, we'll see you next week. Um, <laughs> of course, we are brought to you by the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Make sure you go check out all the other podcasts out in the family. Uh, there's Somewhat Nerdy Radio and Future Felix with Billion. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, there'll be links to everything in the show notes page on somewhatnerdy.com. Uh, if you dig the podcast, make sure you subscribe, which you probably are since you're listening to the podcast. And make sure you leave us a, uh, a like and review. Oh, we're on YouTube now. I don't know if you know that. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. You said that we were going to be getting on yeah. it. I didn't know for sure. So uh, all the podcasts will be posted on YouTube now. So it, it, it'll probably be posted the day after it comes on iTunes. So subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also links to that in the show notes page. Chris, happy uh, happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy New happy Year. New Year. How, happy was, New Year. Yeah. how was all that? Uh, it was good. Um, yeah. This is our first podcast of 2017. Of 2017. Mm-hmm. We're only four days in. How was your Christmas? It was good. It was good. Um, I saw Rogue One again. I saw it twice. Yeah. Also. Um, it was amazing. Both it was times. amazing. I do not understand people that don't like Rogue One. If you're listening to this and you don't like Rogue One, you can you can do something. Continue to listen. Yeah, please listen. But um, you're crazy. I don't understand people that don't like it. I don't understand. I understand people can complain about minor things. Right, but right. also... I don't know one Star Wars, I mean, aside from Empire Strikes Back, that doesn't have giant reasons to complain about. Empire Strikes minor Back things, is definitely you know? Well, I mean, you know, like, I watched, like, what is the the um, the honest trailers? It's like, Luke mm-hmm. Skywalker runs out of a warm cave to go, you know, freeze to death in the snow. Like, you know, like, you know, like, why would he do that? And you could say that, and, like, it took me out of the movie and I hated it. Like, you know, you could do that about anything. I just, you know, um, I don't think it's a reason to say it's not a good movie. New Year's has been good. New Year's uh, been wrestling great. has been good already. New Year's, yeah, it's four, for four 2017. Days. We're four days in, and wrestling has been. Uh, and you're yawning. <sighs> Why I'm, are you yawning? I'm, <laughs> I'm yawning because I've had two hours of sleep today because I uh, stayed up and watched five hours of Japanese wrestling. Yes, last night, this morning, this morning. How do you want to look at it? Uh, we're uh, recording this on a Wednesday. Yeah. So. So uh, today. It's January 4th. New Japan. So you know what that means. We don't talk about New Japan on here very often. We need to talk about it more. We should do it more. Because uh, it's it's all good. I haven't watched now. this. Oh, man. So well, what, what happened this did. morning? Um, or yesterday, depending on what time and what yeah. place. Uh, New Japan at. Pro Wrestling, um, which is... I believe they talk about it enough that I, I buy it. I don't you know I don't have any reason to disprove it, but it's, it's, a, it's the farthest reaching promotion of wrestling other than the WWE in the world. More people watch that. that all around the world. People watch New Japan. Um, and their version of WrestleMania, their big show of the year, Wrestle Kingdom, is every January 4th. And this was Wrestle Kingdom 11. So it's always January 4th, no matter what. January 4th. Yeah, since like 92, 93. That's weird. Um, it's always been January 4th. And they it was like the January 4th Tokyo Dome show. They do it in the Tokyo Dome. Right. And then... Which is huge, by the way, isn't it? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, it's it's a giant sumo hall. It you okay. know can seat. I think there was over forty thousand people at the oh, show. Oh okay, so, all right. Yeah. Um, it's it's the biggest venue you can go to in Japan. Okay. Uh, they renamed it Wrestle Kingdom eleven years ago. It hasn't they've been doing January fourth shows since the early nineties, mm-hmm. but they've only this is only the eleventh version of it called Wrestle Kingdom. And if you don't watch New Japan, this is where the Bullet Club is. Bullet Club. Um, yeah. Cody Rhodes debuted. Cody Rhodes. Well, not Cody Rhodes, because WWE oh, won't yeah, let him be right. Cody Rhodes outside of. So he's just Cody. He's the American Nightmare Cody. Which is kind of cool. And he fought. Um, uh, his name is Juice in New Japan, but uh, he was uh, CJ Parker in uh in NXT. The guy, the hippie guy that had like the signs saying like you know like save the planet. He his oh, last yeah, match. Okay. All right. He yeah, fought yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens in his debut match on uh nxt a few years ago is he still a hippie no 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 yeah it was his first really big match um he's been in new japan they call the up-and-coming guys young lions Mm -hmm. where you have to kind of pay your dues so they don't wrestle they kind of just assist the um the roster wrestlers where they put ice packs for them they get them their water they clean their clothes they cook their meals they really pay their dues Mm -hmm. and then after showing enough respect they get the opportunity to uh, wrestle in the ring so that they really appreciate it so i don't know if this is his first actual in-ring match or if it's his, it's just his, it's just definitely his first match on a big stage i mean the biggest stage so do they so. have they have monthly shows or weekly yeah, shows they, like um, uh, wwe or they don't do like a, they don't have like a, a television show that they do every week they do but it's they'll film like a an event show on at like you know like like a pay-per-view level show and then they'll syndicate matches from that for a few weeks every week. Okay. So you would watch. They do the same thing in the United States on Access TV. It's delayed. Like the stuff that they air here happened like six months ago. Oh, okay. It's right, more right. relevant when they play them. So you can get a subscription the- online. Is that the only reason you, way you can watch it now? They have um, New Japan World, which is the equivalent of WWE uh, Network, where you get all access to all of the uh, New Japan archive stuff and all the new pay-per-views they do including wrestle kingdom and uh, i don't have it but uh i know someone that i went over their house and we watched it okay at three o'clock in the morning at three o'clock well it started no it started it was from one o'clock in the morning including the pre-show from Mm -hmm. 1 a.m our time to six a little after six in the morning god so it is five hours five hours yeah it's, it's a long show but i'll tell you this i was not i did not doze off one time I did not get bored one time. It was five hours of nonstop interesting wrestling, which I love WrestleMania. I've been to what's five different WrestleManias, but sometimes I get it's it's a long show. Mm-hmm. You're sitting in a chair for a long time, and it can be really taxing. I mean, I, you know, I wasn't there. I was just mm-hmm. watching it at home. But it's just I did not get bored. And you know, from after having a normal day, staying up late. I mean, I had a Red Bull. Mm. But uh, <laughs> the um, but the show does not get. It was I. It's so soon. I'm 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 lost for words. You know, which is not a good thing to say while talking on on the podcast. But just I don't want to speak too prematurely because I haven't really been able to process it. Which is the only way I can really describe. I, I saw you post on Facebook yeah. that you've already seen match of the year. This this show here. was the this was the one of the best. I had to throw in one of the best because I can't just off right to say it was the best thing i've ever seen but that's my instinct to say this was the best, best wrestling I've show i've ever watched because i was interested the whole time the undercard there were matches that weren't the best match you've ever seen but every match was good every single guy 
through put their all in. There was not one match where you go, eh. They Everything was good, yeah. and then it just got better and better and better and better. And the last four matches on the show were just agonizingly good. Just I I was in physical. I was in. What were I don't want to say pain, but I was aching from from watching. They just in Japan they. Uh, it's not necessarily a strong style all the time, mm-hmm. but they're very stiff. They hit very hard. They do a lot of spots that I don't think WWE would let their guys do. Um, they they do a lot of suplexes where people fall on their neck. There's just a lot of very cringeworthy where you find yourself like, my, oh my, God, my hands on my head dead. going no 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 don't you know and then and then they just keep going. And uh, so the main event of uh, Kazuchika Okada versus Kenny Omega. Uh, Philip has mentioned Omega mm-hmm. on this on the podcast before. Uh, and I've seen quite a few of his yeah. matches now. So They had uh, a 45-minute match that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I I was... I wasn't... When it was over, everyone around me was asking me if I was okay or if I was upset. Like, like is it... I looked like the, I didn't like the match. Like, I was mad. Mm-hmm. But I just... I couldn't handle... They did too much. It was... I was upset that nothing's going to be able to top this match. Like, I'm upset that I'm never going to see a match... If I do see a match that I think is better than this, I'm upset because no one should be trying to do more than what they did in this match. They mm-hmm. killed each other. Uh, after the match, Okada... I mean, spoiler, it's, it's Friday by the time you're listening mm-hmm. to this, so, I'm, you know. Okada, the champion, had, like, whelps and sw- was swollen all on his neck from all the knees and falling on his neck the whole match. Um, it was just it was just brutal. It was one of the most brutal things um, I've ever seen. Great storytelling, great emotion. Uh, both guys needed to win. Uh, Kenny Omega has had was, has been on a roll. He was the first uh, foreigner to win their G1 Climax, where the winner gets a shot at the main event. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like their version of the Royal Rumble, but it's a tournament it's, style. It's a tournament style. It's the most grueling. It's two weeks of nonstop wrestling every day. Wow. They'll wrestle multiple matches a day every day for two weeks, um, and the winner of that gets a shot at the belt at 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 Wrestle Kingdom, okay. and then. Okada has been a guy that's been champion a few times. He's been the main event for a while, but he's not um, like seen as like the main main guy. He's not. He's like you know they they're Tan, Hiroshi Tanahashi's the guy that they were referred to as their ace, or it was Shinsuke Nakamura, mm-hmm. but Nakamura left to go to WWE, as everyone knows. Uh, so Okada's kind of they're trying to push him to be like the new guy. So you've got two guys that really need to try to cement themselves. In the main event, which led a lot of people to not, you really didn't know who was going to win. Like you can see why this guy should win, but then you can see why this guy should win. Even from a, you know, breaking kayfab, I know that this is, you know, you know, watching it whether you're watching it as a legit sport or a whoever gets booked to win is who's going to win. Mm-hmm. Either way, no matter how you look at it, you didn't know what was going to happen. I, I can't praise it enough. If you have not watched this match yet, find it, watch it. Rewatch it. I have not watched any highlights from it. I don't know who won any matches. That's so or crazy. Like that. Yeah. Watch that. Watch. I want to watch, watch the, the final event. match. Watch Naito versus uh, Tanahashi. Watch Shibata versus Goto. Watch the junior heavyweight match. Takahashi versus Kushida. That match was cr- every, this uh, everything. Everything. Just watch the whole show. It's five hour. It's a five hour show, including the pre match battle royal. Mm-hmm. They even have um. So they have an anime in New Japan based on wrestling characters. Um, and they have a character named Tiger Mask W, who's like oh, a superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not, and that's then an they old, have a bunch of old character. Yeah, and then they have a bunch of evil tiger characters mm-hmm. 
So one of the matches on the show was Tiger Mask W versus uh, Dark Tiger Mask. There is a there was an evil versus a good match. Yeah. But the guy playing it's not confirmed. Mm-hmm. You don't know who's under the mask. Um, but everyone pretty much believes that uh, Tiger Mask W is Kota Ibushi. Mm-hmm. And then the Tiger Mask Dark who's a, is I notice it which is a weird thing to notice. Uh, ACH has been wrestling for Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor has a deal with New Japan, so there's a lot of right, Ring of Honor Right, they switch f- fighters up. And uh, I've seen a few Ring of Honor shows and seen ACH a few times, and he has a very distinctive sound that he makes when he chops people. He does this kind of like, it kind of sound effect. And this is where everybody has some kind of sound that they make when they, you know, it's, that's, yeah, yeah. you just, you know, you, you put a emphasis on every move you do. You know, trying to do karate without going, Hu-ah-ha! you know, it's that same thing. Which just most people don't notice, but his is just so distinctive that I was like kind of chuckling to myself when I watched. I love his stuff, but just he's got I don't know I don't know. So I heard uh, uh, Dark Match um, Tiger uh, Dark Tiger Mask making those same sounds. Like damn it, that's ACH. So it's it's Kodobushi versus ACH, um, which is really cool. I gotta, you, if, I gotta see a picture of it actually. I'm, you're gonna look up I'm, to I'm, yeah. I'll pull it up right now. Uh, so the whole thing, you know, that match was kind of silly because it was very you know. It, they're based on anime characters, but uh, even that match was awesome. So and it's, it's Tiger seen, Mask. It, it'll take us some time to watch it, but I can't recommend enough watching the show. Oh, the mask is pimp looking. Oh, let me see. Yeah, look up Tiger Mask W and then write Ibushi. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's not what I was expecting. No, yeah, yeah. Well, it's weird because there have been a few different Tiger Masks. Yeah, there has, and so. they're always much more. Luchador I know it because uh, yeah, yeah, most definitely a little bit more tighter to the skin, yeah. and that's a very um, there's a lot of action figures of feel. this, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's how I know it, yeah. And I think they actually used to do the muscle figures back in the yeah. day of this cut, this character. So. Oh, okay, um, yeah, I'm not familiar with them. I mean, how how new or not or any of that kind of stuff. It's yeah, New Japan's got a deal where it's like they they have a partnership with CMLL, which is a uh, a lucha libre promotion, mm-hmm. and Ring of Honor, where they all exchange talent and do shows running with each other um so they have english commentary you can watch it with uh the ring of honor commentators oh really okay that's it, so cool. you don't have yeah. to have just japanese commentators but it doesn't matter you can watch a wrestling lot of, is kind of universal that's what i'm saying yeah. yeah that you know the main event a lot of the story going into is that kenny omega being uh an english-speaking non-japanese performer he's you know from winnipeg uh, wanted to be thinks he should be champion because that's the only way that New Japan's going to grow bigger is that they they're not going to be able to grow into the rest of the world if their champion basically is so Japanese can only speak Japanese so how are they going to bridge out in the world that he's mm-hmm. the kind of guy to do that and uh, Okada disagrees he thinks that he can do it you know there's not just because he is Japanese doesn't mean that he can't bring New Japan in, into everywhere and they announced that they're actually going to be doing for the first time new japan shows in the united states the, oh really the summer. yeah they're oh, gonna do some of the g1 climax in uh i think long beach okay sometime in the summer which is crazy like i'm already thinking that i want to somehow yeah, figure out I a mean, way to get to california to a new japan yeah. show um it's just you know last year when i went to dallas i was upset that they're the only promotion that i would want to see that i would want like do a show here because mm-hmm. they work with ring of honor so sometimes they'll bring in guys like uh, Nakamura, Okada, all of them have wrestled here, but not at a New Japan show. They wrestle at Ring of Honor shows. Right. And they didn't. I was disappointed. But then Kota Ibushi came to wrestle for like uh, Evolve. Mm-hmm. And then Shinsuke Nakamura just had just signed. So I got to see his first match 
So it was like I got to see New Japan because no, I, I sue, you know, and AJ Styles, all those kinds of things. So you're already saying these are, this is your event of the year. Already. This match, yeah, it's this can be the, hard to top it. Four days into the 2017 and the match, it, it's, it, it's not even that it's not going to be topped. It's that it shouldn't be topped. Mm-hmm. Like it's watching it. The only time I ever felt this physically like unnerved by a match was watching Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania 25. Mm-hmm. The difference, though, is that I was in the building for WrestleMania 25 when I saw that match. I saw right. that match in person. Wrestle Kingdom 11, I was just watching on Watch the couch mm-hmm. at home. And I felt the same kind of electricity or just unnervement watching it. That's the best word I can say. Is just, I was unnerved. It was, it was, it was so, transcendent. So let's move into from 2017. Let's look back at 2016. Yeah. Great terrible year for um for uh a lot of people in the world but a great year in wrestling but yeah it it was it was a year of great wrestling it really was so let's talk about some of maybe our this uh top matches of the year top matches that seems yeah. like that's a that's a pretty standard thing that i think uh, we should do so this is our first podcast of 2017 let's take a look back at 2016 uh, how about you start what was uh, something, a match that stands out in your head for this year? I mean, I know that it's been talked about probably by everybody. You know, it's it's the new year. Everyone's talking about 2016, best matches of the year. And it's been said a lot, and it's been said for a reason. But my personal match of the year is Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn. Yeah, that's an easy one. NXT but, Dallas. It's, yeah. It seems so obvious. It almost seems like I should say it because it's, it's such a obvious But it's obvious because it's true. But it was. Yeah. Uh, I was at that show in Dallas... Of course and you were. I'm not trying to brag. I'm just saying I was there. You know, that's that's an element that it does not come across on at home how electric, how insanely a, that match should have been the last match. Yeah. Like that match should have could have been the whole show. Like that show didn't need that was an awesome show. The American you Alpha would have made money revival, to watch that match. That one match. And then go home. I would have paid the same amount I paid to be there to see that one match and leave. It was that hyped. Um, the energy of the crowd, Shinsuke Nakamura. That was WrestleMania never, weekend, huh? It was WrestleMania yeah. weekend. It was a couple days before uh, WrestleMania 32. The um, the energy there, Nakamura, like I said before about New Japan, he was the main guy of New Japan. And him coming here as, it was just, it's it's taking a world that was not here. Like AJ Styles came from New Japan, but AJ Styles was a TNA. Yeah, AJ Styles yeah, is American. AJ Styles Did is... Did he play Dude Ring Honor? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Nakamura is is the opposite of WWE. So him coming to WWE is really is when they say like strong style has arrived, it's a completely different thing. It's it's bringing a new style of wrestling to the WWE. And for him to go against Sami Zayn, who was the guy that was like the heart of NXT that kind of helped put NXT in the spot that it's in now, without Sami Zayn and Cesaro and all the kind of stuff he was doing with Neville NXT wouldn't be where it is where they were signing guys like Finn Balor, Hideo Itami, Kevin Owens, specifically to put in NXT to help with that kind of grassroots feel that it had. And now it's at the point where if they sign any indie guys that have a buzz with them, you immediately think, not that they're coming to the roster, that they're going to NXT because that's yep. the place to go. Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, mm. Austin Aries, everybody. Uh, this match stands out in my head because uh, I heard the rumor that Shinsuke Nakamura was coming. I didn't know who he was. Yeah. I've heard his name before. So I went on YouTube, watched a bunch of his matches, and I was like, man, this dude's awesome. Yeah. Like, it's a reason he's on my list of my favorite current wrestlers. Because yeah. he's amazing. Uh, that match was the first time I watched a match, and I was like, 
this is something new. This, this is, is something, something I've never seen this yeah. before. He, even in New Japan, he's so different. Like, when you look at him, he's not like, this is Japanese wrestling. It's not, it is to an extent, but he's such a character. No, this is Nakamura This wrestling. is Nakamura. He is an entity of himself. Mm-hmm. And when I would watch him in New Japan, like, I was a big, I'm a big fan of a lot of the guys. I mentioned Kazuchika Kata earlier. Mm-hmm. I love him. Um, he's a more traditional style. Very awesome. Very solid. One of the best workers um, in the business right now. I'd argue the best. He just had, you know, he's just killing it on all cylinders. Nakamura is, I still am not sure if I understand what he is. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to ask someone to explain to you Nakamura. And it's if, they, if they figure out a way to do it, you know, let me know. I've had to show people that my, like my non-wrestling friends, like if they want to like, oh, well, why do you watch wrestling? I'm like, this is why I watch wrestling. Yeah. And I'll put that match on. And yeah. nobody's ever seen that match and goes, oh, that's stupid. No, it's like. That's amazing. What is what? What did I just see? He he does he does speak English, but he's got a very thick Japanese accent. Mm-hmm. He's got a very odd look. I know there are a lot of guys. I've seen people kind of rag on him for his appearance or that his 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 move set is not the traditional set mm-hmm. in terms of American wrestling. He's mm-hmm. very stiff. He's strong style. He you know, which is you know a martial arts based uh, strikes submissions of uh, sports based reality based moveset and not and he a, was an mma fighter yeah so um the the, the, the big sense was his moveset but he, he's someone that you have to see like i was excited because he was a he was a big deal mm-hmm. it's like seeing a movie star mm-hmm. you know you hear that uh bruce willis is in town I, i'm trying to think of somebody that i don't like that you want to but just like think of somebody uh you know i don't Jessica Chastain is in the coffee shop nearby. Mm. You don't care about Jessica, but you'd be like, it'd be cool to see that yes, person. Blah, blah. That's kind of how I felt about Nakamura. I, I I knew him. I'd seen him. I wasn't his biggest fan specifically. I was a fan of his work, but I wasn't like a, I'm a Nakamura fan. The second he came out, first of all, he's got the best uh, music in the business right he now. He really does. I liked his New Japan music. His New Japan music was, was legendary. He'd had it for I like really, 10 years really, or something. I really, 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 really like his NXT music. So, it's weird to say that like his there was a big build-up to what he would come out to if you were a fan of him because one of the biggest things about his character is that his music. It's just mm-hmm. like Triple H or anybody that has like an iconic entrance. Nakamura has an iconic entrance in New Japan that now that he's in WWE, it's going to be different. So there was a lot of anticipation for so many reasons for when he was going to come out to fight Sami Zayn. And then when he does, and he's got the what everyone knows is the music now. It's the only time, I was glad I was at that show, because it's the only time you're going to be able to watch Nakamura's entrance without everyone singing along mm, yeah, to yeah. the music. Because no one knew <laughs> it. I knew yeah, it now everybody knows it. Uh, but just the second he came out, I was immediately like, this is my new, this is my new favorite moment in wrestling. I, I chills. He's so charismatic. That before they even wrestled, it was like everyone was like already spent. Just yeah. like, this was, and then they had that match. So it's just if you dissect what literally happened in the match, maybe it's not the greatest match of all time. Mm-hmm. But as far as an atmosphere of like rooted, real grassroots feel for a wrestling moment, it's it can't be topped. Like I said, it, it was it was the match because this is this is one of my favorite matches of the whole entire year. Yeah. I knew we were both going to pick this one. Yeah. Um, it was one of the first times I've ever watched wrestling, and I, I knew I was watching something different. Yeah. So that's why it will always stand out in my head. It will probably be one of my ma- favorite matches of all time. Yeah. Um, forever. So. Um, it's you know I have a short list of matches that I could say the second I watched it in you know 
in person. It's different when you watch something mm-hmm. in person. I was at WrestleMania 32. I'll say when they aired the video package for the uh, triple threat women's match at WrestleMania 32, it felt like it should have been closing out the show. Mm-hmm. Like that felt like the most rooted. You know, WrestleMania, a lot of times, the my favorite parts about WrestleMania is when they have a title match and the title match story is who's the best. Mm-hmm. The great thing about the Rock Stone Cold uh, rivalry is that they both were iconic characters at the same time. Rock is a very specific, you know, character. Stone Cold's a very specific character. No one thought they were wrestling because Stone Cold sprayed him with beer and now the Rock's mad and wants to get even. It wasn't about that. was just icing. But the truth was, these are the two best guys right now and they're both next to each other and one of them has to be on top of the mountain. Who is it going to be? Who is the best? And they, you don't get that a lot. Just because, I guess for the last few years, it's been Cena and no one's been able to supplant him. So they can't tell that story as well because it's who's going to be the one off to Cena. And at they, the same time, they always have the equal booking now that happens. Yeah. So. Uh, but the the women's match felt like a, we're trying to start a revolution, you know, not, you know, their hashtag women's revolution, all that. All three of those women from NXT really wanted to be at the forefront of this new division, this new evolution, this new thing. And that now they're getting rid of the Divas title belt. They're making a new belt. This is the women's belt. There's only going to be one first champion of this new generation. And, and each one of them wanted to be that person. So it felt like a real competition of like, Becky deserves it. No, Charlotte deserves it. No, Sasha deserves it. And then when you watch it, you're rooting for whoever it is. Now people complain about, Charlotte winning because it was, uh, I guess, because of this, the heel. You want, you know, it's a big climactic moment, and it's not the and, good guy and winning. You can't cheer. So you know, yeah, it's yeah. cheering. But I think that's a testament to Charlotte. People talk about that at the um, the Iron Man match at Roadblock End of the Line uh, <laughs> when Charlotte wins, the, and, they, uh, and they the people always pan to the audience saying like, "See, no one cares about this." It's not that nobody no, it's cares. Not, it's because yeah. Charlotte is such a great heel that everyone is upset when she wins. See, it's not that me, there are not. A, that's a good enough reaction. Yeah, just to cheer. Because the opposite of that is like you're sh- only showing those reactions when Charlotte wins. Because every time Sasha would win on Raw, the audience, regardless of what people think about the top potatoes, every single time that Sasha won the title, Everybody even if it was like people lost their minds. Mm-hmm. The audience erupted every single time she won, and every time Charlotte won, the the crowd was dead. Not, I mean, and upset. Not. Being quiet like they were when Roman won the belt at WrestleMania 32, <laughs> but like being genuinely upset. And it's not they're upset because the title belt is changing. They're upset because Charlotte won and everyone hates Charlotte because she's the only real heel other than the Miz in the WWE. So, I mean, if you want to say like the Sasha Charlotte feud is one match because they had so many. I really like the Hell in a Cell match. That was one um, of my favorite matches of the year. Yeah. And I like the, the Iron Man match. Yeah. So yeah. again, because of the epicness of yeah. it, the the precedence that was uh, attached to it. You know, go in a completely different direction. For one of my favorite matches of the whole entire year was uh, the men's elimination match at uh, Survivor at Series. Survivor Series. Yeah. There, you know, we talked about after we, uh, we did the predictions for it. There haven't been a lot of great Survivor Series matches for the last few years, this which is, is disappointing because they, it they just should seem, be epic. It seems like they should be easy to be epic. You yeah. put all the best guys in one match. One match. That should be That's the it. best thing, yeah. And this one really was. Um, There's so many good spots in it. There's mm-hmm. so many, like, oh, my God, at the edge of your seat moments. It sucked that Shane got hurt. 
Yeah. But everything he did, I was like, oh my God, look it, at him. It felt so unpredictable. Yeah. It, it's, it, it was such a paint by numbers kind of build up to it. It didn't really feel like it mattered. Like, you know, because you knew that the second, which is what happened, the second it was over, it was forgotten. Right. Raw went right back it didn't to being matter Raw. Smackdown, lies, nobody yeah. cared. I mean, the Wyatt's got a tag title shot out of it. Right. But that's really all that happened as a consequence of it. But for a match-wise, and it lasted, I think it was almost but an in hour. The it was almost an hour. I never yeah. got bored. No, like, yeah. Like, the whole match I was really, really into. It was a good uh, There's pace. a really cool Shield reunion that happens in it, which uh-huh. came naturally, and it made sense. Um, it was a good match. I, it's still something now that I'm like, oh, I want to watch it again, yeah. so... The, um, speaking of the Shield reunion, a match that there are a lot of matches. I want to talk about some of the some of the, some great matches that happened that no one really seems to talk about. Um, particularly the one-two pay-per-view punch of Seth Rollins versus Roman, which was followed by Dean Cashing and the Money in the Bank, and then they did the Shield Triple Threat a month later. Mm-hmm. That happened, and we don't yeah. really, we, no one's really talking about it. And I thought both of those matches were awesome. Uh, you know, the only reason I think people have a problem with that is because it was followed by Dean's title run. They were followed by Dean's title run, and the Which whole was Roman just... was suspended, so it kind of felt exactly. like it wasn't real. Mm-hmm. They just gave it to Dean because Roman was you know, out. out or whatever. He was being punished. But the matches um, and those matches, but I it do. Happened. Yeah, they were good. You know, mm-hmm. go back and watch the video package, because they tried to do Seth Rollins versus Roman on two separate matches pay-per-views they did it and they tried to do it in 2014 when roman got hurt mm-hmm. and then the next year they were going to do roman versus seth at survivor series and then seth got hurt so they find they've been building this rivalry of the two of them against each other for a while and it finally got to happen um and that, that match has some cool moments too when uh, dean and seth team up to put roman out and in the, the shield match yeah, yeah it the was shield yeah, match. the the uh it's you know i don't want to say it's of it's formulaic to to, ha- to have the triple threat where they where two people put the big guy mm-hmm, through the table because mm-hmm. it is but it but, but it, it kind of always he, works it, it makes sense but it kind of me it means a little bit more in that match yeah. just because of the relationship between the three of them especially at the time because roman and dean were still best exactly, friends storyline yeah. wise yeah. so i think that uh the it's no one likes it no one's really acknowledges that every wwe title match for the last two years has had one member of the shield in it including when they split the belts oh wow yeah you're right um they haven't always been champion right but one end of their somewhere in always there involved is either somehow. Dean or Roman or Seth, so they've been killing it. Um, so, I mean, we'll that... stick with that. Um, one of my favorite matches of the whole entire year, and people are going to, oh my god, but uh, Roman Reigns and AJ Styles at Extreme Rules. Roman, you know, people, Roman is not the greatest worker in the world. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll agree. He's not AJ Styles. He's not. No, no, definitely. But he's not bad. He's never been bad. Mm-hmm. He's... Got a limited move set, but personally, I like that about him. And then him against AJ, who's got this pit bull tenacity. Mm-hmm. They just they just had a really good chemistry yes, with each they other. Did. They were underrated, underappreciated. Most definitely. And I they mean, had, they had know, a few matches leading up to that, which were yeah. really good too. But the Extreme Rules really set yeah. off. I was like, that was a really good match. You know, Ro- and, and I always say AJ can like I, if I was gonna have a match with somebody, I would want it to be against AJ. Yeah, because he can make me look good, but he can make anybody look good. So everybody always goes, well, he carried a Roman through that match. AJ carries everybody through a match. Yeah, a- AJ, everybody. AJ was always going to be carrying somebody because he's always going to be the ace. Mm-hmm. But Roman, it's the same thing. People said the same thing about about Cena. It's people want a match to be awesome for specific reasons, mm-hmm. and they can't accept that a match is all is can be epic for 
you know, if the whole reason why this is epic is because Roman's character is supposed to be epic, I like that. You know, every single Cena match is epic now mm-hmm. because he's John Cena. And Roman Reigns is comparable to that because everyone acknowledges that he is their golden boy. Mm-hmm. So every time he wrestles somebody, everyone is on the edge of their seat because they want people to beat Roman. Mm-hmm. So even though he's his title reign when he beat Triple H at WrestleMania 32 was very meh. It was that was a really lame duck kind of main event because it just I don't know why they keep trying to tell the story of like Roman as like the underdog coming back from underneath. He just needs to be destroying, destroying people. people and it, people love him. Like when he does, he gets, he gets year, yeah, he gets over he when, he, when he beat up uh, Triple, H. Triple H. Everybody loved him. Yeah, like that was the greatest thing. They cheered him for two weeks because it's but and it's then not he came just... back smiling. And then I'm like, why are you smiling? But it's, why are you coming back out smiling? It's also because they're trying to go against like Cena doing what he does is his character Mm -hmm. roman from the moment we met him on tv was in the shield where they just come in and they annihilate people and that was their gimmick they they show up they beat people up and then they leave Mm -hmm. that was their thing so to have roman trying to they don't they're fixing something that's not broken he needs to just keep being that shield if he's wearing kevlar because he's supposed to be the enforcer and that's just what needs to be what he does. You don't need to be building sympathy. The more you build sympathy for him, it makes sense. It's what that's what wrestlers are supposed to be doing. Hulk Hogan always got beaten down, then he hulked up and he came back, and everyone cheered. He's not going to be Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Let him be Roman Reigns. Goldberg never had that happen. Goldberg just smashed. He needs the Goldberg kind of mentality of booking. Now that might people don't like that either, but I think that would work better for him. But um, his matches after he won the belt were all awesome. Yeah, they were. You know. His match with AJ Styles, all awesome. And then his match with Seth Rollins was awesome. And then he, he's in more, he, name one match he was in that was bad on pay-per-view. Name one bad Roman Reigns pay-per-view match other than the one with, with Triple H because it was so long-winded. Yeah. And I guess the Royal Rumble, but, but that's not him. That's, that's how they're using him. It's mm -hmm. not his fault. He's just doing what he's told. So you said John Cena, uh, the John Cena and AJ at SummerSlam. See, I'm gonna get a lot of flack. I didn't love that match. What? That was the best I, match of the whole time. I night. um on SummerSlam. Anyway. I actually liked. I I, I liked it. I mm. loved. I didn't. I uh, how do I explain this? <laughs> it wasn't a bad match. It was a great match. It's it reminded me of the same thing with the Kevin Owens Cena stuff, which I was excited about because I want Kevin. I wanted Kevin to beat Cena. I wanted AJ to beat Cena, and I wanted even back to it's the same kind of model of back when Punk was going to leave the company back in 2011 and people wanted punk to beat cena the matches aren't wrestled or aren't uh laid out in a story the story is who is fighting each other so that it, it, it just turned into like aj does a move cena kicks out cena does a move aj kicks out. Oh, no i think aj does a move that. cena i it's not bad it's just i it's to the point where like i'm tired it's like to the point where like i have to wait for John Cena's third attitude adjustment before I start getting excited about who's going to lose because that's just what's going to happen. He's like he's right, going to do right. the attitude adjustment and then he's going to kick out uh, and then he's going to do the stop slash and then he's going to uh, kick that out. That match was you more know than like that. they 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 do it. You know the Undertaker Shawn Michaels tw- WrestleMania 25 is just ruined finish kickouts for me mm-hmm. because now anytime you do a match that's epic, it's got like an epic feel where it's like they can't do a 30 minute epic match without having every finish get kicked out of. I you know the the um. I just watched Wrestle Kingdom 11. Omega did not hit his finishing move. Until the end. And then he... No. Oh, he never hit it. No, he never hit it. 
Because I mean, do you, to, do you know what? Do you know what happened? No, I don't. But do you want me to tell you? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so so Omega loses. Right. Sorry, I just spoiled it for everybody. So yeah, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's been four days, but he didn't hit his finish. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that if he, didn't he lost, finish, but maybe if he had hit his finish, right, 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 he right. would have won. So it's the whole Randy Orton. So thing. it's the, it's the same. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I it's not that it's bad. It's just I would have liked it better if AJ would have hit a styles clash and then it would have been over mm-hmm. like that kind of thing it just i felt like i was waiting to get to the last 10 minutes of the match it was great but like i enjoyed the dean aj match which was not as good of a match more because it felt like at any time it could be over like when that's it was fair. aj versus cena i know it's not going to go 10 minutes so if if cena hits his and that's just because i've been watching it's my fault for watching john cena matches for 10 years it's not their fault it's just I knew it wasn't going to be over until a certain point. I knew they were going to build up to a certain point before anything happened. So I kind of was kind of like just waiting for it to to kick in, which is, you know, that's my problem. I'm not, you know, nothing on the match. I love the match. I just, like, I really liked AJ versus Dean at uh, TLC, their TLC match. I thought it was great. That was good, too. Yeah, as yeah, far as a match of going, like, where you put your hands on your face and you go, no, 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 what are you, what are you doing? No, no, Stop. no. That match would have been the match of the year mm-hmm. if, if it was ranked on how many times somebody goes, what are, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Stop, stop that. That's all I was doing for 10 minutes while Shane slowly climbed the hell in the cell at WrestleMania 32. Which should be on this list. No one wants uh, to talk what, that about it, that match. Yeah, I always forget because about it that it was, match. It was because so it, slow. it was like one of those things that everything that happened in that match, I expected. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, I, I played out that match in my head before it happened. And that's the same thing that, that I did make, with the It doesn't make it bad. It, does, it doesn't make it, make it bad. But it just, it's it's hard for me to invest in it mm-hmm. because I already know everything that's going to happen. Right. You know? And that was a good... And I mean, really he did jump off match. the cell, and then Michael Cole ruined it by reading off his paper. Did you did you re- see that? Like, Where right in the background. He's reading the, his, what he's supposed to say in response to Shane falling over Shane in the shot. It's a cameraman's fault, too. They shouldn't have showed that, either. But Before we move into the break, last few matches. DIY versus Revival. Okay, so they had the two matches. They did one at uh, TakeOver Brooklyn mm-hmm. uh, and two and. uh toronto mm-hmm. the two or three falls match is one of the best tag matches of uh, that wwe's ever done ever done the brooklyn match was awesome but what's weird is that i went to a nxt live show they did like a mini tour in the south right, right. they did some shows in texas louisiana and i went to a house show that had the revival versus diy at that show the match they did at brooklyn m- m- moment for moment it was the same the exact thing. Same really? Match. Okay. So, so I were, got to see that match. So in you person. were practicing. They were practicing yeah. it on the, the yeah. road. Yeah, exactly. shows, and so. that's what they do at houses. What right, every right. house is that they, they try it out and then they they end up doing. So you can predict what's going to happen on shows in the future if you go to a house. It's like, oh, they're doing Roman versus Braun. I wonder what they're doing for the next pay per view kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't enjoy the Brooklyn match as much, if only because I just You've I just it. saw it, right. so I I know knew what was going to happen. But I felt when I was watching it on the live show the exact same way that everyone it was. It's so emotional. The whole um, when they go for the cover and the ref counts to three, but then he sees the foot on the rope. Mm-hmm. We they because they did they Samoa did the beating thing. Finn at for the NXT title a few months back, so they broke that mold of like maybe a title will change hands at a house show. Oh, so yeah, everyone yeah, in our yeah. show thought that they had won and lost their minds. So then when the ref waved it off, like no, oh my god, then. Everything that happened after that, no one was sitting down. It was crazy. And it seems like that's the exact same emotion that everyone had for that show. And I feel like it's it's hard to top that 
in the two out of three falls, they're just different, which mm-hmm. is a testament that they're two the same two teams wrestling for the same belts, but they're completely different matches. They both have the same styles of how they perform, but it's a different story. The first one was about DIY and them and just hooker by crook, and then the next one is about proving really who was the best and the DIY just needed to get it done. Another match that they don't, you know, they had the CWC, which no one. You know, their to. match together, their DIY, match against each other at is CWC awesome. is amazing. Storytelling wise, that is probably one of the best matches of the of the year of just the emotion between the two the guys. I'm gonna say that um, I don't know if it's officially, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna be. It's gonna be DIY against uh, the Authors of Pain. Yeah, at the Royal Rumble. I think so. I'm gonna predict that the Authors of Pain will win. DIY moves up. And Gargano, no, no, really. And Gargano's oh, going to lose, and then Ciampa's going to turn on Gargano, and it's going to be Gargano versus Ciampa, NXT TakeOver Orlando, whatever the really? NXT is. That's what I that's what I think. Sh- the match they had in um, CWC was so awesome, where Gargano beat him, and Ciampa mm-hmm. looked pissed off, but was like, but it's okay. But I love you. And then Gargano, mm-hmm. but then Gargano didn't win the tournament. Yeah. So it was like, well, maybe if I had gone on, Ciampa would have won. Then the next, not long after that, was the Brooklyn match. Right. And Gargano, again, was the one that lost that. So I always so thought when they fought in story When wise. I thought when they when they had the Toronto match, I thought they were going to lose and that, that Ciampa was going to... If they had lost, that Ciampa would have turned on I don't on want them to turn, I don't want them to turn, but every team turns on it. Yeah. What, the Dudley boys. And even then, I think, split them up in the brands. But, oh, they did that thing in TNA, but... Yeah. All right, well, we're going to take a break right here. Um, we're going to be back. We're going to talk about Raw and SmackDown that we missed from the past two weeks. And then uh, uh, we're going to kind of quickly go over some uh, live event etiquette. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll be right back. Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast, the bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever interneting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, the did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that f***ing jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes. SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at wimpodcast.com. 
And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. All right, and we are back. Uh, Chris, you seem to not want to talk about the CWC as much as God, I want to talk about really it. Don't. I don't understand yeah. why. What is? What do you have against the CWC? It's boring. It's boring. <laughs> it really. It is, is not okay. The only thing that's like it's got going for it right now, and what makes me want to watch. The no, 205. I'm not. I'm not talking about the cruiserweight division. The cruiserweight division lately has been. Oh, you talking about the, the personification of meh? That's true. Yeah, it really I'm talking is. about the 2016 cruiserweight classic the tournament that was all good that was really great was. it was all good i i actually liked it the then. the gargano chomp every match that kota Ibushi had in that mm-hmm. entire tournament was awesome yes um tiger mass w the uh but particularly you know before we move on you know we're talking about matches from 2016 the brian kendrick the brian kendrick yeah get that right versus kota Ibushi. the brian kendrick in that whole tournament was one of the best stories but his match with Kota Ibushi for doing the burning hammer in the WWE ring makes it one of my favorite matches of all time from that alone. If you don't know what move that is, go watch on the WWE Network 9.99. Uh not a sponsor. The uh the Cruiserweight Classic the Brian watch the whole thing. The whole the whole tournament's great. The first round is kind of filler, but uh everything after that is great. And the um the Brian Kendrick versus Kodobushi match, he just does a lot of stuff that you would not be able to do unless it was just... It di- It didn't feel WWE. That was not a WWE tournament. It technically was, but it was but a lot of guys like, from all over the world. That's why I don't like the Cruiserweights now. That's why you don't like it now, because yeah. they're not letting them be themselves. Mm-hmm. The uh, They're not letting Jack Gallagher be himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just so adorable. Evil Neville's making it better. I love Evil Neville so much. I'm upset that they don't call him so Evil we, Neville. We, That's we, not his official name. Uh, we missed about two weeks. Where's the wrestling? Yeah, on we the, were off. I mean, I, you know, Christmas episodes don't really count. Yeah, they don't. Nothing really happened. Uh, Evil Neville came back. Evil a few Neville times. came back. Um, <laughs> uh, the Rusev, They need uh, to put that on the graphic. Evil yeah, Neville. Yeah, it should say Evil Neville. Parentheses. It's like back in the day, like you see the Star Trek episodes. It's yeah, Evil Star exactly. Trek, Evil Spock. Neville. Neville. Oh my, Yes. They need to highlight the letters in his name. Oh my god! So nothing really happened on Raw um, after Christmas. Nothing I can remember. That's what's so sad about it. Someone was talking about like I think every Raw since the brand extension has had a Roman versus Jericho or Kevin or Kevin. Seth match. Well, it's that's that's all they're doing right now. Now that Braun's kind of getting added in there every once in a while. It's it's if Chris Jericho, f- I'm really abs- so okay. 2015, uh, Seth Rollins got hurt. Mm-hmm. But right before he got hurt, they did a fatal four-way to pick a number one contender for his WWE title. Mm-hmm. It was Alberto Del Rio, Dolph Ziggler, Roman Reigns, and Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. This is Kevin Owens when he's Intercontinental Champion. I do so, remember this. Yeah, yeah. And it's a you know it was a great match. That was a um, I think it was an elimination style match, and. Every time Roman and Kevin got into that match, the audience lost its mind. Mm-hmm. Before they did anything, they would just look at each other. And you could just, they're the kind of characters that you'd be like, this guy would not like that guy, and vice versa, and they would want to beat the crap out of each other. And so I, that moment was like, I can't wait for when they inevitably do, because it's just, everybody ends up fighting everybody, everybody at some point. They'll eventually do a Roman Kevin Owens rivalry, and it'll be awesome. And now we finally have it, and I feel like everyone's just kind of like, Eh. Because we see it every eh. week. I think it's because I like Kevin as a killer. Mm-hmm. 
as you as, like the comedic. I like him as a comedic with Chris, but I just, I especially when you're the main champion, that's the serious position. The joke, the 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 you know the humor should be elsewhere, not in the main event title picture. The title, the main vet belt should be taken seriously, and it's yeah. not taken seriously. You know what? I th- this is because of Chris Jericho. It's yeah. because of Chris Jericho being involved in this storyline. I don't think which they, is great. I don't think they ever thought that was going to happen. Though. Yeah, I don't think they thought it was he was going to get over as much as he, he did, did with his ridiculous he just list naturally and all became that stuff. The best part about Raw. I mean, when they finally do Kevin versus because Kevin's going to turn on Chris and Chris will be babyface because yeah. he's the one's getting cheered. And when Kevin does that and he murders Chris, then he that'll be awesome. Yeah, yeah. But well, that right goes now, back to Kevin Owens being back. To where he should be yeah. in the first place. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, um, Kevin, when he turned on Sami Zayn, his first night in the business with NXT, that's the Kevin Owens. I mean, I like funny, you know, taking jabs at people, Kevin. I, you know, but I just think when Kevin fights Roman, Seth fights Chris, all of that should be a bigger deal. But it's they do it so much. Like on SmackDown, they don't have their whole roster on every show. They don't have enough time to, but they don't try to cram everybody in. Like, uh. They'll so, have a few people, and then the and the people that aren't on it this week will on be on it, it next week, week, and they'll use it to promote that one. You didn't see them this week, so you better check in next week. So on SmackDown uh, last week, the uh, American Alpha beat the That Wyatt. match was so great. So yeah, Raw didn't really have it, but then SmackDown, SmackDown last week they had was a awesome. Change, SmackDown yeah. beat Raw in the ratings for good reason. Uh, I'm a little upset that the uh, Wyatts lost, lost their belt already. so quickly. Um you know the match was good, and it's going to go into a rivalry. I'm happy those. the, Ameri- the American Alpha. I think is they the- deserve it. I, actually, I really think they deserve it. They're finally going to get a push. Uh, I'm glad they won the belt so quickly after coming up. They're the first NXT tag team to become WWE tag team champions. Oh, okay, yeah. oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, it still looks like they're going to do a Luke and Randy thing eventually. I hope that's what yeah. it is. I was I was thinking that they'll. I wanted them to do the Y Family Warden for longer, mm-hmm. but I guess they're probably not going to do that. They'll probably they can bring it out a little bit and yeah. do um, Bray kind of just pitting them two together. That's what they I'm saying. They can do a storyline inside of the Y Family, having it turn from Bray and Orton against each other to then together to then be them against mm-hmm. Bray versus Orton at WrestleMania didn't sound appealing. But the idea of Luke versus Orton again sounds awesome. Was Bray kind of pulling a swing? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, uh, or like, yeah, you know, my minions are whoever wins, I'll is keep. with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, why not? Yeah, um, um, the uh, Lucha the... Lacora, <laughs> La, La Luchadora. What's, that, what's her name? A, 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 who is okay? So let's go with this week. Who is it? Who is it? I'm pretty sure it's Daria. Um, it's not Eva. It's not Eva because it's not shaped like no. Eva. Um, it's Unless not Nia wearing, Jax, who someone t- suggested. Who was a JBL? Someone stupid like that. Not oh, Nia Jax. <laughs> Probably David Otonga. Um, no, um, what's her name? Um, what's her? Deanna Perrazzo? Do you think it's going to be someone like I that? I think it's her, yeah. yeah. I want it to be her, because I think it should be somebody new. Maybe it'll be... So you think it's somebody, somebody coming up? Yeah. Okay. So they don't have enough women for it to be... It's not Carmella. It's not Natalia. It's not Nikki. Uh, and so you, it's, it's got to be somebody else. Not. I don't think it's Tamina. Be, right. She's not tall to be. T- I mean, it could also be that they'll reveal it to be somebody that's not who's playing it right now. We're, this this is you true know? too. Yeah. You know, I think it would actually be hilarious if every week it was somebody that was completely different shaped, <laughs> just completely different it, shape. it like, you know, <laughs> and it's like it's clearly somebody different, which doesn't make any sense. Like like, uh, what does that imply that Alexa Bliss is just hiring people? I saw someone post a thing which was hilarious, which is uh, um, Becky's had every partner turn on her, mm-hmm. and now her um. Her own self. Her alter <laughs> ego has also turned on her as well. 
so people let's just go, don't like Becky Lynch. Let's go. You know, it's not. It's it's, it's like a Kevin Dunn joke where it's like I hate her accent, so I'm just gonna have everybody. No, yeah, everybody hates. Is her. like you. She gets aggravating. <laughs> she I really love does. Becky Lynch though. She aggravates me, I, and I like her. She's okay in the ring. Uh, Character-wise, okay is what bothers me. It's, it, she just bothers me. You don't like a straight fire? No, it, like her puns aggravate me. Her puns super aggravate me. I love her puns. Good God. I love her puns. I'm like, and I see it on an interview and she does the puns in the interview, like did, in real life. Did but... we talk about the Santa Claus thing? No, no. We, no we oh my God. It. So she was on Talking Smack and Rhino, who I was drunk. I don't know. Rhino was on Talking <laughs> Smack dressed as Santa Claus, like last week. Right. And uh, and he just sat down next to Renee and just was there the whole time. And uh, so then people come in like they do. And then Becky Lynch shows up in her Lucha Ladora outfit, whatever. I'm just, I think I've said the name different each time. Whatever, you know. Uh, and she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stay away from me, Santa Claus. You stay away from me, Santa. All right? Because I'm really claustrophobic. <laughs> and she said it just like that. See, you're saying you hate it, but you were laughing right now. Because it's ridiculous. Because it's ridiculous, but it's wonderful. Oh, she should start having like a new t-shirt every week with some ridiculous pun on it. Which uh, started with the last so curve, which is not even her idea. Finally, we'll talk about this week. Um, the highlight for this week's Raw, which was the the first you know Raw of 2017. Was that Roman Reigns, Chris Jericho, US title match that they've never done before. <laughs> they've in no way done that five times already. Um, it was a great match. The match though. was really it was good, great, actually. Yeah. Um, but it was the uh, Braun Strowman and Sami Zayn last man standing match. That match was great. It was awesome. It um, really was. Sami gets his butt kicked better than anybody. Yeah, he really he does. Really does. Yeah. Um, Braun took some vicious shots. Uh, yeah, with the kendo sticks to the face and stuff like that. He which got I didn't even think all they were over gonna... the back of him. And stuff? He takes one right to the jaw. I don't know if Sami no, was supposed yeah. to hit him there. Probably but not. He, he really does. <laughs> <laughs> so. Probably shouldn't have. Um, uh, I wouldn't do that, even if it if he was like, "Do it, I'll, I'll be fine." Like, I'm not. No, no that's like I'm pretty I'm sure I can get in trouble for yeah. that. Well, not you know, it's weird. Like people, you know, it, it's predetermined. It's mm-hmm. it's all laid out. But if you are fighting someone who's three times your size, and then mm-hmm. suddenly he's angry in an environment where he's still fake hitting you, but he's know you mad and might you know give like you a, a check. It's like in a yeah, uh, don't interview or anything like that. But he's like the nicest dude in the whole entire yeah. world, which kind of ruins his character. Well, you know. But he reminds me of a uh, ogre from Revenge yeah, of the Nerds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. <laughs> Smarter, but uh, just a big dude. And I don't. I, someone was. I wrote. I saw someone re- write something like uh, that. Braun Strowman is the problem with WWE today, and I was like, oh, Braun Strowman what? is what WWE has always been. Yeah, Braun Strowman is the WWE. That's their ideal character is braun Strowman, and more importantly to see how that dude's grown from when he's came i know into now well some of the stuff like every time he mowed over sammy it looked awesome like it didn't look it didn't look unsafe but it looked like it hurt hurt you know it wasn't flat like i if you the match with braun Strowman, every match that he has is going to be as good as it's going to be and that's and he's been living up to his potential of being the mo- uh, the monster that he's supposed to be. That dude, I don't know what else you want him to do. Be going out there and jumping off the top ropes. And no, doing he shouldn't. Like that's never gonna happen. I don't. But like, it's just Andre the Giant would have never done it. He couldn't. He physically couldn't mm-hmm. do it. But he didn't need to. I don't. You can't just expect every match to be the same. Mm-hmm. I like different things. 
Roman Reigns is not AJ Styles, but he's not supposed to be AJ Styles. He doesn't need to be AJ Styles. Let Roman Reigns be Roman Reigns. It doesn't mean that he's terrible. Stop comparing him to the phenomenal one when that's apples and oranges. They're not the same thing, you know? All right, so at the end of Raw, which is the only other thing that stands out in my head, is the, the, the Kevin, Kevin Owens, Owens show. The Kevin Owens sign guy. <laughs> Which, which was, was amazing. Awesome. <laughs> I thought it was a mannequin for like 10 minutes really? before I realized it was a real no, person. I, th- I thought it was a real person. I just kept waiting for him to pull off the mask and it be somebody. But yeah. no, it looks like it was just a stage hand. I... <laughs> <laughs> and it would only work with the Kevin Owens. Be like, I'm going to under- demean you so much, yeah. demean you so much that you're just my son. I don't know how they couldn't break why no one broke while that was happening, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, did you see the, uh, the video where at a house show recently where Kevin had roman in the and he's laughing yeah. he's laughing yeah. and like apparently cena like ripped on him yeah as uh cena got on to uh, roman reigns about because on twitter roman reigns came out and said he was laughing because of how little money kevin owens makes off his t-shirt sales because he made uh way more than that when he was splitting it with the shield that was his joke you yeah. know that, like that's why he was laughing and cena took offense because he was talking about money on twitter mm. you know and and it would be different if they were building towards something between uh, Reigns and uh, Cena, because I'm instantly like, oh, it's a work. I mean, why would they be doing that? But I, it sounds more like Cena's just being a bitch for no reason. Well, I know that it's not real, but if you've watched Total Bellas and the <laughs> the opening episode, which you really should because it's so ridiculous. It's not like, forget about the Divas. The show is great to watch because of John Cena and Daniel yeah, Bryan it, on it. It really because is. Because it's just them reacting to the Bells doing ridiculous stuff. Mm-hmm. And then their interactions are hilarious because they're so... They're the opposite of each other. It's a, it, They're the odd couple. They should have their own show is John Cena and Daniel Bryan move into an apartment together. Oh my, would, would you not watch most, that show? I would watch it, but I would be hilarious. feel so bad for Daniel Bryan. <laughs> so, cause, so, so John seems like a good guy, mm-hmm. but he's also just... He likes things the way he does. He w- exactly. And he doesn't look at other people's... He's not a very... Um, His standards are up here. Yeah. And he holds everybody exactly. to that standard. Which is not a bad way to be. No, but it's just... But when you people, have to have flexibility. When you're reacting to some people, he, he comes off like almost like a like a teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, like a like a father figure. Like, and again... Like, I know better. Yeah. So, I don't say things a lot, but when I do, you better listen. And you and said not, it right. You know, we, I know the show's fake, but it, he does catch himself in the show quite a few times like i know i'm not an easy person to deal with i know the way i come across i'm sorry i came across that way yeah so i don't know who who cares really yeah (laughs) yeah but yeah um do you think did you like the double speed did you like the roman goldberg tease here's the whole thing yeah so the roman goldberg they're standing off in the middle of the ring and and me and my wife are watching it together and i'm like i I wonder if they're already they can't be hinting at a, a Goldberg Roman Reigns match, which that sounds, is what they were doing. But I don't terrible. think that's that that doesn't need to happen. Because what, what are you going to do? You're going to tell me Goldberg's on a squash? Okay, first of all, Chris, that's you're you're doing wrestling wrong. If you if you if you start thinking of it, first you can't ever say why do they need to do that. We don't need to do any of this. Chris. This is true. Did they need to do? All of those Chris Jericho, Roman Reigns, U.S. title. I don't I can't think of it. Just, do they need to do anything? So, I mean, but, but are they going to do a Goldberg squash match with Roman Reigns, in which lowers Roman Reigns down? Or you're going to tell me that Roman Reigns is going to beat Goldberg quickly, which would just be Brock Lesnar, which gives him all that. Yeah. He's going to beat the one who beat the one in 21 and 1. Wow. Right? You just gave it. What was that? Yeah. That was nice. The uh, Well, just, you know, 
it seems like a silly thing, but I can totally. It's just spear versus spear. See, that's I what it saw, is. I said that whenever uh, I was like, I can see the poster now. Spear versus spear, right next Which, to pedigree versus pedigree. That's what WrestleMania is going to be able to just finish versus finish. All the people that say finish, that's who's fighting each other. When Braun Strowman was getting into the ring, I called it way before it happened. I was yeah. like, they're they're going to double spear him. I was like, my wife was like, what are you talking about? I was like, it's coming. Yeah. It happened. It was amazing. It was cool. It was a cool way to end the the uh, the Raw. So hopefully they'll be in the Rumble with each other, and then Rhino will be in there too, and then JB will make a point that it's oh, not the same oh because that's a gore. God. It's not a spear. It's a gore. <laughs> And then Batista uh, can think... show up. Like, in the Royal Rumble 2014, mm-hmm. that's the one that Batista won? Yeah. That whole end sequence was so great because Batista did his spear, and you could tell it was his first match because it looked Terrible. so weak. Yeah. And then Roman just murdered, murdered him with a spear. Yeah, and I remember yeah, thinking yeah. then, see, that's like a Goldberg spear where it's like almost, it almost looks unsafe. Yeah. How hard Roman he throws it sometimes where yeah. it looks unsafe. Like, uh, it was especially the one when we hit Shane was at uh, Survivor Series. Yeah. He was in the air, so like. Yeah, no, I know, but uh, so even there, there's you know you can't do the dream match anymore of Ryback versus Goldberg. So what's the next best thing? You do Roman versus Goldberg. I don't want to see that, by the way. And then you follow and up I, with I really a five month uh, campaign of Roman versus Braun Strowman. Roman's gonna win at Wrestle uh, WrestleMania. He's gonna beat Kevin Owens, and Kevin it, Owens is going to enter the Royal Rumble. Well, you mean that the Royal Rumble, not a WrestleMania. What did I say? Royal Rumble. Who do you think is going to win between... Is it too early to make Royal Rumble predictions? No, we're going to do that in the coming up podcast, but okay. I think that's what they're going to do. Which okay. they're going to keep Roman out of the Royal Rumble. They have to figure out a way to do that. So they would have to give him the belt to keep him out They don't have it. to keep him out. They don't... I mean, he can lose... He can have the match with Kevin, lose the match, but that doesn't mean that he's has he has to, to then enter it. the Rumble. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. He just has yeah, a match, yeah. 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 yeah, okay. When Daniel fought Bray Wyatt, that apparently meant that he couldn't enter the Royal Rumble. And that wasn't even a title match, which is why everyone was very upset, because it didn't make any sense for him not to be in the Royal Rumble. Moving on to uh, SmackDown. Did you enjoy... Which slap did you enjoy more? Uh, the Renee slap to The Miz, which was Mar- great because I always wanted to slap, or that Mar- or the Maurice slap on Renee. Ardeen, that happened was, on the same one. Yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, the Renee slap... The Maurice to Renee. I don't know if it's just like, I just, I feel bad. I'm really starting to feel like, I don't want anyone to touch Renee. Yeah, I don't want her involved in storylines. It kind of bothers me. Because she really isn't, even if she's like taking uh, training on how to take bumps and stuff like that, she's not an athlete. I mean, she looks great. You know that she works out and stuff like that. I mean, you know, I mean, it's just how Canadians are built. (laughs) Canadians just are. I don't know. She, she's, My problem you know, was this, and and the more it's going on, the more I'm kind of not digging it. She seemed the the most realistic thing about wrestling. Like she had clout. She was she was the reporter there. She was yeah. the the real world part of the fake wrestling show. You're gonna say that you don't like her being involved, but I'm gonna bring up that there's been more than one Michael Cole versus yeah, JR yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Cole is a joke. I know. Renee Young is not a joke. I know, but and all he, the more Michael reason. Michael Cole was a joke before. But that. that's my point. It's like, if they'll put Michael Cole in a wrestling match, why would they not her. put Renee Young and in a she match? She does not need to be in a wrestling match. I'm just saying, though. But what is, is that the ultimate goal? She'll wear blue jeans and a black tank top oh, to match Dean, you know? So it's not wrestling gear, You think, but this it is, also, is wrestling gear. You think this is all done just so they can kind of get the, get the elephant out of the room? I think it's to promote total divas what the whole smackdown Uh, show is the no it's because i mean there was a whole section of uh natalia and bella 
screwing insults at each other on this Which show. was not, I mean, I, I, I missed the commercial break lead-in where they did have a graphic saying mm. that Nikki will address Natalia, but I didn't see that part. So all I did was I was fast-forwarding through commercials, and then all of a sudden, they come back, and it's just Natalia and Nikki standing in a ring with microphones, and then they just start insulting each other. Yeah. There was no lead-up. No ex- Nikki did not start to explain, like, well, I called you out here. So that I could set the record straight. She didn't say any of that. They just start immediately going, I don't hate you. Yes, you do. No, you don't. Well, I hate you because of this. Well, I hate you because of that. That's yeah. how it start. Like, at least give me five minutes of like, so pretend to try and Smackdown get Smackdown is so good. And then they, then this is the parts that bring me down on it. Well. it And it's fine. This is, this is why I call it girl wrestling. Don't say Smackdown. That. Yeah. And, and women's there, wrestling. There's wrestling. No, just wrestling on Raw. Yeah. This is girl wrestling. This is what's aggravating me about it. Are you saying that you're not excited about the new power couple of Carmelsworth? Ch- chin, chin, what was the other one? Chin, chin, Chimella? Chimella? Chimel- oh, God. You know, I actually like that. <laughs> For some strange If they're going to keep uh, James Ellsworth on it. Put him in a Santino role? Yes. Just do exactly. it with him. Why not? Everybody, he's a joke already. Just, just embrace that joke. That's kind of a mean thing to say about someone. What's God, wrong that with that? Dude him? knows he's what, a joke. Why is he? Man. Why is he a joke, Chris? Is it because his T-shirt covers up more of his thighs than you'd like to admit, and it's just a normal size shirt? <laughs> is it because he's legally required to have facial hair on the bottom of his face, so it kind of looks like he has? I'm being really mean. I'm so sorry. before we, I, we move into uh, closing out the show and talking about uh, our live etiquette. Dean won the belt from the Miz. Dean won the Intercontinental title. I um am a little upset about it, and the main reason is because I'm going to the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. and I'm more than likely positive they're going to do some kind of rematch at the Royal Rumble between Dean and the Miz, if it's not a mixed tag match uh, for the Intercontinental title. The, uh, my thought I've seen the Miz win the Intercontinental title three times, live. and they would be the live, f- live in yeah. person, and I'm tired of it. <laughs> I don't. I'm tired of seeing the Miz win. The belt. I actually hope this was a step in the, the pushing the Miz back to the main event, taking the belt away from him. And after Royal Rumble, him starting a feud with AJ Styles. Well, okay, that uh, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. But and he's it's not that he doesn't deserve it. He's doing way better now than he did yeah, and in seven the last couple years, of years ago. Yeah. But I don't want the Miz in my WWE title picture at WrestleMania again oh yeah that's true so if huh? he feuds with him after the rumble that's wrestlemania, WrestleMania season yeah so did you watch talking smack he cut this ridiculous it wasn't I, the same he wasn't angry he lost he looked like he was having a mental breakdown i did i, I heard about it I it didn't was watch crazy it. he's the headline said um the miz implodes on yeah. talking smack he looked like like you know when you see people and they're so angry that they're shaking and they mm-hmm. look like they want to genuinely if they had a gun they you would be, be concerned they would be because they're that wound up. Yeah, right, like right. he looked like genuinely was wound up. Like no, and he was giving these reasons like I should win. And Daniel Renner like, well, you cheated too. And it's like he and he was listening to him like you're right, but it's like, but it's not the point. And I'm just and I should. The whole point is that I should be getting more respect than you guys are giving me. And if I don't have this belt, then does that mean that I'm backed into obscurity? Because that's what was keeping me like. Like he's having a mental breakdown over the fact that he lost the I need, belt, I need to go watch and it. it's amazing. Yeah. Now, I so I I don't think I like the idea of him trying to c- cement his legacy as an IC champion mm-hmm. and keeping that belt 
going. So, you, so I don't think Dean's going to keep it for very long. So you think he's going to? This is going to go back and forth. Yeah. Um. I think he's going to. You're right now about the WrestleMania and him feuding with AJ. I want that to happen eventually. Yeah. Because I think AJ and him would work well together. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Promo wise. Mm-hmm. But I don't want. Yeah, that can't happen at WrestleMania now. They're developing a lot. Of, I mean, like they had Dolph. Dolph turned heel. Oh, he did. Kind yeah. of. Kind I, of. Not I officially. He's tweening. One more like. If it had been Rey Mysterio, he would have been healed. Yeah. But I guess not as many people like him. You, you know, I, you beat it. up a little masked person and, and then everyone and the goes, goes, why? <laughs> no, he's so small. You know, if he had done it to Ellsworth, he wouldn't have been healed. What does that mean, though? Like, it's weird. Like, if you turn on certain baby faces as a baby face, it's still not a heel turn. Like, if he had turned on Cena, it wouldn't have. I, you can't do it because then that would have been a robbery. Like, he turned on Kalisto, but you don't immediately expect Dolph versus Kalisto as a rivalry after what happened. Especially because he went backstage and he got an Apollo uh, smiley, Creed. Smiley. Cruz's face. So this weekend, uh, we have an event to go to. Chris, I'm going to... Um, so I've said this. Us. I think I've brought this up on every show we've had because mm. it's blasphemous. So I'm going to keep ragging you on it. Did you or did you not start a wrestling podcast on SubwhatNerdy.com? Uh, yes. Th- okay. th- that would be what I did. Would you call yourself a wrestling fan? I like to think of myself. I'd like as to one. think you are too. Yeah. I mean, we I, I talked kinda, about it. We conversed. We yeah. were interested. I know a lot about yeah. it. I think yeah. you know enough I, to be on a podcast about it. I've been to uh, five WrestleManias, Chris. How many WrestleManias have you been to? That would be zero, sir. Okay, I've been to I uh, countless WWE events. How many? How how many WWE shows have you been to, Chris? Um, one, two, zero. <laughs> zero. Chris, have you ever freaking seen a wrestling show in person? <laughs> Never. What is wrong with you? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I mean. Now, granted, not every um, everywhere has a lot of wrestling. If you, I would love to move to New York or to the West Coast or even to Florida, where that has a big wrestling scene now. You know, the WWE comes twice a year. That's where they 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 hit every major city mm-hmm. in the United States twice a year. That's basically how it works. But now we have our own local. We have Wildcat Sports. Wildcat Sports. You want to visit their uh, YouTube pages? Wildcat with a K great stuff uh follow them on twitter i'll put links to it in yeah. the, the uh-huh. comments so we've got and they do a show every two months chris so so no excuses great anymore. shows yeah they're we, great we've shows. talked about it on the podcast well, yeah. but a few and times. you're going to finally go to a wrestling show yes you're even actually no you're going to a wrestling show pretty you're sure. actually trying to you're trying to, yes pretty sure what does that mean uh that i'm possibly that will maybe go you maybe might not, you not. Know, you're going um, I'm you're gonna going try to. you need to go i think if we're going to continue to portray the charade of being a wrestling fan that you need to go to a wrestling show the charade. i mean it's i mean well you know i went i watched wrestling for a long time as a kid and never went to a show yeah by the time i finally went to a show it's awesome it's not you don't have to go to wrestling it, you know it, it, here's the, the thing i think we talked about it on the podcast i never went to it as a, a kid uh my parents were just not that type no you didn't go to it as a kid you didn't go to anything as a kid you didn't go to any wrestling shows. exactly <laughs> And then I didn't start watching wrestling again until a year or year and a half, two years ago. So I've only had two years. And I've known nobody that goes to wrestling shows other than Philip that asked me all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Other than us, who was like, you going to the next show? You going like, to the no, next man, show? No, man, I don't watch wrestling. That's what I told him for a very long time. Dude, I don't watch wrestling. I'm sorry. So, okay. So this Saturday, uh, Wildcat has wrestling in New Orleans, Metairie. They're actually, you know what's I- ironically... I'm going next Monday and Tuesday. WWE is going to be here too, but you're not going to be able to make it to those shows. No, definitely not. Which yeah. is unfortunate. You're going to miss Baron Corbin versus John Cena oh, and Natalia versus Nikki Bella, oh, which I, I know you're really upset I, about. I, I, and see, that's the difference between Raw and SmackDown. Next week. Are you going to wear your somewhat nerdy shirt? I can. I probably will. Let's put you on the spot. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> the um, there are three matches announced for SmackDown next week. Mm-hmm. There's nothing announced for Raw. Oh, but, uh, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels are going to be there. There, there are people that are going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's enough to draw people to go. Yeah, but I mean, like, there are no matches enough. announced though. Right. Who cares? Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Why is Undertaker going to be on Raw? I, I thought he was I coming back gonna, to SmackDown. So this is something that's got leaked out this week too. I think they're going to announce the, where the, the next WrestleMania is going to be at. And they need Undertaker to come out of his coffin to do that? Sure, why not? I'm going to avenge my loss in New Orleans. Where he lost that? He lost yeah. uh, to Brock Lesnar in New Orleans. By fighting Roman Reigns, he's going to beat Goldberg, who beat Brock Lesnar, oh, who beat God. me. I'm going to beat the one who beat the one in the one. And I've lost track. I don't know where I even am in the sense anymore. Okay, so, Chris, you've never been to a wrestling show. <laughs> I've not been to a wrestling show. And so, I've been asking some people. I have, I've been to so many shows. Mm. That it's hard for me to relate to someone That's who's never, never been, been to a yeah. show anymore. How can we even be friends? We're I don't so know. Unrelatable. Well, it's just we have nothing in common now. It's interesting though because if you're listening to this, you could you'll agree. I'm sure watching wrestling on television at home and watching wrestling in person are very, 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 very different mm-hmm. things. They're they're almost not comparable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's something that you really just need to experience. You know, the you need to go to a WrestleMania, you need to go to a Raw, you need to go to but see any any wrestling show is important. So I what I've done for you, Chris, is I've compiled a list of do's and don'ts for attending a wrestling show. All right, I, are you ready? I can't ready? wait. Do you have a notepad ready? Yes. You ready to absorb this? I'm recording this, so I don't okay. know. I have to write it down. No, you need to write it, it down too. I need a pencil, I, number two pencil, and a white. What were those notebooks? Pencil. Legal. Legal pad? Yeah, let's go with legal pad. Um, do. Do you have a wrestling t-shirt? Uh, one that Philip gave me. <laughs> god damn. Oh my god. So. Uh, what is what, what shirt did he give you? Uh, a stink shirt. You have a stink shirt? Okay, you have to wear a wrestling shirt. Uh, okay, you have to. You, right. you have to. You don't have to. They check you at the door. Um, what are you saying? It's similar to... I went to a Kiss concert a few years ago. You don't wear a Kiss shirt to a Kiss concert. See, now that is what... My friend Charlie told me, yeah, you, you don't, don't wear do a that. Kiss shirt to a Kiss concert. Yeah, you wear you a different person's, yeah. different band shirt. And I went, okay. So we wore different band shirts. Then when we got there, we were the only two <laughs> people that were not wearing Kiss shirts. So I'm sure that's a rule, but no one seems to be following it. So same with wrestling sh- You don't. The thing about wearing any wrestling garb is that... Um, you, know gonna, wrestling, you know I'm going to wear a somewhat dirty shirt, right? Yeah, wear a somewhat yeah, dirty yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Um, <laughs> you, you only get to... Uh, to recognize how often do you wear a wrestling shirt where people don't know what it is or they make fun of you wrestling is kind of a, a red-headed stepchild mm-hmm. of entertainment and when you go to a wrestling show you get to be with all the people who appreciate it so it's your chance to you know be recognized and you get to wear all your favorite stuff and people will be like hey you know i like that guy i like too. that guy too and that sounds lame all right fine <laughs> what you don't want to do is Take that a step beyond and bring any of your replica championship belts. There's don't, always people that do that. Don't do that. Um, I always see one guy that has five championship. He wears every belt he's bought, and he's and he's bought every belt. So he's, so he's wearing three around his waist, two around. Yeah, basically, he's cosplaying a wrestler yeah. at a wrestling event. Uh, he's cosplaying Ultimate, you know, Ultimate Dragon. Yeah. with all the belts. Uh, and, don't do uh, that. Well, you can. It's just then you're gonna sit down. And you're gonna have all this hardware. In this, you know, eighteen-inch, you know, square, and it's really awkward. You're gonna, you're gonna carry it in just for kids to point at you and ask if they can take a picture with your belt, 
And then when you sit down, you're going to wish that you didn't break. Okay, it. this is an easy one for me. Okay. I don't own a belt. Well, so you're going to. Okay, well, that brings me up to you might own a belt because what you do want to do is you want to bring cash. Bring cash. Okay, Chris? Don't uh-huh. bring those stupid credit cards or debit cards. I, I don't even don't, know how to get cash. You don't want to pay $7 at the ATM for, you know, charges mm-hmm. because you're going to be at the show for a while and mm-hmm. you're going to need uh, refreshments. Beer? Um, It depends on where you're going. The one we're going to, no, because no. it's a very child-friendly uh, show. Oh, but yeah, they usually good. do. They'll, they'll serve right. beer. They serve refreshments. You're going to want uh, – and you're going to want to buy merch. They're going to be wrestlers selling uh, autographs and uh, – t-shirts replica belts there's always all that kind of stuff but you don't want to bring too much cash because then you're going to get crazy and you're going to end up buying several different colored every colored version of the ray mysterio mask home which you don't want to do i impulsively bought every you know kenta kobashi dvd because i don't know anything about him and i don't know how to use youtube so i had to you know like how archaic is it by dvds DVDs anyway but it's cool you know so you only bring as much money as you want to spend Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, do you want to make a sign? Signs are cool. Signs are fun. Signs can be very amusing. Uh, you can make a somewhat nerdy uh, sign so that it will be seen on television. And then every time everyone watches that match, there'll be free advertisement for your website. You know, I made a sign that said Jeff Hardy, and in the middle of it said Gets Me. Jeff Gets Me Hardy. And then they did the sign game where they show people signs in the audience and then they read them out loud and when he read it i got todd grisham to read jeff gets me hearty and it was hilarious <laughs> uh, uh but you don't want to let your children make the sign that's not true that's a little harsh yeah, you want them to, to hold say. you can let your children make the sign but a lot of times what happens is that kids make a sign by taking a giant white poster board and writing john cena with a pencil in the center that's the size of their handwriting with a sticker that you can't see. Yeah, yeah. And then what you don't want to do, which is number three on the don't, is you don't want to hold the sign up for the entire damn show. Yeah, because people can't that. see. I hate that. How is people like if behind you? Have you ever looked at the sh- at the audience and you see people holding the sign and you think, I wonder if the people behind them are they mad can't. that they can't see? They are mad. They are. Yeah. They are. Uh, adults know that Chris Jericho comes out. I'm going to hold up the Chris Jericho sign mm-hmm. and then I'm never going to show it again because Chris Jericho has now left for left. the show. Right. There are people who somehow think that their artwork is the most impressive thing ever and they will hold that sign up the entire show. And if it's kids, it's hard to say something to them because, you know, no, it's very they're children. Easy. You can. You well, can. you know, oh, you don't you don't want to pick fights with the parents of children at wrestling shows. That's a, that's something I didn't bring up, but you don't want to do that either. <laughs> I've seen people get thrown out from altercations with people because really? they don't want people talking to their kids. Yeah, it's it's horrible. But well, you shouldn't be picking on kids in the first place. Well, no, it's weird. You know, like if you go to a show, you're and you know you're our age. We're in our late twenties, early thirties. Guys, we want to curse, we want to drink, we want to cheer for the guys we like and boo and talk smack whatever mm-hmm. we want. A lot of times when families go. The kids are the ones that are interested. Mm-hmm. So it's parents bringing their kids to a show. So the parents don't really know anybody. So they're not really into it. They're there for the kids. And then the kids a lot of time either are too shy to get vocal. Or when they do get vocal, their parents yell at them because they're they're programmed to be like, Shh, don't, you know, act out. So there's a lot of like this weird disparagement where if you have like nothing but kids around you where you almost like get peer pressured into like behaving like a eight-year-old because you're afraid that their mom's going to yell at you for encouraging their kids yeah it's just it's just weird it's just weird you do want to come 
ready to appreciate the wrestling and not necessarily atmosphere. This doesn't go for WrestleMania, but if you're going to like a local show, a lot of times I do them in uh, gyms, mm-hmm. high school gyms, where you see all of the like middle school, like little league where banners. This, this one that we're the going to is at uh, Grace King, which is a school, a high school or middle school. It's a school, so oh, we'll be in a gym, and all tour, yeah. Okay. But there'll be bleachers. There'll okay, be gotcha. Raised basketball hoops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be, you know, uh, homecoming banners and stuff like that. And a lot of times people know that, that like, you, you think of wrestling and something that you want to see, and you think of WrestleMania, you think of all the lights, you think of all the people, and that when you go to a local show, I think the number one thing hurting interest in local shows uh, from a an experienced fan point is that you think it's not going to be cool because it seems kind of sad that it's not this spectacle of a show. But once the show starts... The, the focus wrestling match, the show, the, but mm. the focus becomes the show. Mm-hmm. You you completely forget about where you are. It's it's one of the most satisfying things is when they're able to transport you into you know believing in what's going on in the show. So don't let the if you walk in, don't be discouraged if you feel like the environment is not what you would hope it would be. It's not going to be like you know you're this is you're going to be your first show. It's not like going to Raw where you're in a you know the new orleans arena or any arena you know there's uh a big thing that i want to talk about chris which we kind of never really officially said on the show is that we try to be positive mm-hmm. on the show you got to go in with a with a with a good a good what's the word i'm looking for the right attitude go in like you're gonna like it don't go watch rogue one going this is gonna be terrible <laughs> and then sit with your arms crossed like impress me mm-hmm. and then when it's not up to your ridiculous, stupid standards. Go like it was the worst thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. What's the point of going? If I don't do that with most things. You don't do that with most things, but just particularly with wrestling, it mm-hmm. just feels like I I hate going. To sh- I, the first wrestling show I ever went to, there was a bunch of guys behind me, and the whole time they were leaning, like they were laying back in their chairs with their arms crossed. I'm like, I gotta stay at home. Like I I, I like watching it. I could have just watched it on my TV. This is stupid. I just the whole time I was too young to like have the nerd go. We'll just go home then, you know. <laughs> like, why ruin it for other people? You know, like I, it's just it's it's easy to discourage a crowd, you know. And I don't. It's 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 a fun environment, and I don't like going with. It doesn't make sense. I don't I don't like being in an environment where there are people that are there to get on something. And I don't I don't get that mentality. That's a that's a it's a thing about this generation, which we're a part of. Oh, we're I am not. We're so but it, but it, it, we're in the generation though. We're not. It's not like these kids today. It's us. No, it's definitely it's not these you kids and today. me specifically though. I'm a gross man with kids, and I don't identify with this generation yeah, at but, all. But it's so. just I don't understand the whole um, going to something to then say it was like if you knew it was you know if it if you're gonna like it or not. If you don't like Raw, it's okay to not like Raw. Mm-hmm. But why did you go to it? If you if you knew it, it was gonna you know I'm tired of reading like like it was it was exactly what I thought it was gonna be okay well then why did you if you don't like horror movies don't watch the horror movie and then go like oh it was terrible it was so gory and disgusting I hate why they make this like well don't watch you know it exists just don't watch it go watch you know Fast and Furious eight is that the the extent of the learning I should know about yeah that's that's, to... that's 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 yeah that's the end of the list so we have been there's a square circle. We're going to be back next week. We'll have a review of the Wildcat Sports and, of course, SmackDown and Raw. Yeah, I'm gonna be. Yeah, I'm gonna be at Raw. I'm gonna be at SmackDown. Oh yeah, that's right. You're gonna be at Raw and SmackDown um, next week. We're so. gonna talk about. Well, but specifically though, we're gonna 
Chris is going to have been to his first wrestling show, and we're going to talk Hopefully. all about it. Hopefully. You got to make some notes, bring your legal pad, and uh, yes, we'll talk about the differences you feel now as a fan. Seen a lot. You've show. been to a show. Hopefully. I'm going to keep saying that hopefully until I walk into the building. I swear to God, if you don't go to this show. <laughs> we just did this this ridiculously kind of... I'm so tired. I'm sorry if my energy in the show wasn't wasn't as high as... That whole list, I feel like we should... I almost want to redo that whole thing. <laughs> no, it's, but I'm it's just so great. tired. Again, I'm on two you, hours of sleep from Wrestle Kingdom 11. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll do it again in the future and see if uh, we'll all come together with some etiquette. Yeah. Maybe. Join us next week, next Friday. Podcast release every Friday. Unless we take that week off yeah. every Friday. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, there'll be links to everything in the show notes page on somewhatnerdy.com. I also have a link to the Wildcatch um, uh, Facebook page and uh, Twitter account. Please take the time to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcast app you're using. Uh, we are also now on YouTube, so mm-hmm. you can listen or watch, I guess, this podcast on YouTube. Make sure you give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are Nerds of the Square Circle. Go yeah. go watch Wrestle Kingdom 11. Yes, I am going to do that, too, and you, y'all should, too, apparently. So yeah. We have been your hosts. I am Starf Chris. I'm Sam Jericho. Philip, uh, the dude with the headband is not here. He'll, he'll be, be here <laughs> next week, probably. I don't know if you noticed, but he's not here. But he'll be here next week. And at the Wildcat show this weekend. So if I don't go, you still get to hang out with him. Chris, you're going to the damn show. I'll see you you're next week. You're going to the damn show. We'll see you next week. <laughs>